Welcome to the ADHD Refresh Podcast. My name is Anne-Marie Espina, and I am an expert in ADHD transformation for entrepreneurs. I have a lifetime of experience navigating ADHD all the way from junior high to high school to post-secondary institutions, successfully navigating my own career and also successfully running my own business. I am absolutely obsessed with helping you release old stories and narratives of ADHD that are holding you back so that you can start achieving your 10-year goals right now. You can be, do, or have whatever you want in this life. You just need the right skills to get you there. So within this podcast, you will find the skills that have drastically transformed the lives and businesses of countless clients that I have worked with. My goal of this podcast is to share with you skills, strategies, and tools to show you how you can move from being a made-for-more entrepreneur into a powerful CEO that can create the thriving business you've always imagined. So if you are someone who is looking to level up your business, and if you are somebody who wants it all in life, this podcast is for you. You will learn a powerful strengths-based approach so you can ditch the overwhelm, gain clarity and peace of mind so that you can create the business and life of your dreams. I am so excited to have you here. Let's help you transform into a powerful CEO. Okay, welcome to another episode of the ADHD Refresh, and I am so excited to have an amazing, amazing special guest with us today, and she is one of my amazing clients, Cami Harris, so thank you so much for being here today, Cami. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the reason that I wanted to get Cami on the episode, um, on the podcast was because her transformation inside of the accomplished mind method has been absolutely amazing to witness and to watch her completely change and step into this new amazing powerful identity and stepping into having the courage to go after what you've really kind of been dreaming of so it's super super cool to watch it unfold and you know i know you've had a lot of growth um, after the program as well so i'm super excited to have you here So, um, tell us, um, kick us off by telling us who you are, you know, and what your business is. So, um, my name is Cammie Harris and I am, uh, uh, right now I am a, a entrepreneur and I am moving from a space of working for about 12 or 13 years as a full-time nurse. And so, um, Back in 2020, I ended up having to step back from my full-time nursing job just because of health challenges that had been ongoing, but I didn't have answers to, and I had just gotten really sick and, you know, became bedbound. And so my business at this point in time is, um, is really creating um, a space where people can manage um, their chronic illness and their health goals, um, knowing with the confidence and feeling empowered that they're a part of their healthcare and that they can um, be confident in taking traditional um, medicine and plan of care and fusing that with holistic health in order to get the best management of their symptoms and really just partner as part of their their plan of care for themselves. And um, for me, this is really 
something that has become a passion because um, for me in some of being able to heal myself and recover enough to the point where I can get back to living the life that I want to live included um, holistic health um, strongly. And a lot of it um, came from me reaching out and doing my own research um, after years and years of not getting answers for my health. So it's something that I'm super passionate about. Um, I also have a business in network marketing where I'm an ambassador with a health and wellness company that has amazing holistic products that have helped me so much. And I've seen it help so many people. And so that's my passion. And that's, that's what I'm running for right now. Yeah, I love it. And for those of you who are listening, she's just beaming. She is smiling ear to ear when she's talking about this stuff. And I know what you have kind of gone through in your own personal health and how passionate you are to help other people, because you know, I think a lot of people are suffering with chronic illness or chronic pain and, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, so I think it's, it's super awesome, the niche that you're in. Yeah. It's you. Cool. So, um, yeah, I, I really wanted you to share with us your journey, um, you know, in entrepreneurship and kind of what, where you were at before you decided taking, um, the accomplished mind method, because I think it's, um, what you were experiencing is a lot of entrepreneurs feel like that when they first start their businesses. So I just think it's such a powerful story to, um, connect with. So yeah, where kind of were you at before you started, um, the program? Um, so before I started the accomplished mind method, I felt like I was in a place where I was stuck. Um, I really didn't know how to move forward and what direction I was moving forward in. Um, I knew that I knew that I wanted to take steps in order to um, grow from the experiences that I've that I've had um, with my health and just life um, in order to make that into something meaningful. But I didn't know how. Um, I felt that. Um, these were things that I tried to accomplish a little bit on my own, but I didn't have the direction. Um, and I, I knew that I didn't have the support and the knowledge that I needed to move to the next level for me. Um, I didn't even know what that would look like. I just knew that <laughs> where I currently was, was in a place that just felt really stuck, um, really disempowered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a question that I was going to ask you, but I forgot what it was. Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. Um, before we go too much further, um, the Accomplished Mind Method, for those of you who are listening, is my signature offer. It is a 12-week program, complete ADHD transformation. So um, it allows entrepreneurs to come in who are feeling similar to how Cami was feeling and then end up leaving the program. And we'll, we'll talk about your transformation and what that meant for you um, when you did end up leaving and, and stepping into being a powerful CEO and this vibrant, confident woman. Um, but let's go back to kind of where you were at a point when you were feeling stuck. Like what did feeling stuck feel like to you specifically? Like what did your days feel like in the morning when you were waking up and, and trying to work? Um, they kind of felt like I didn't have a purpose and that was so unfamiliar, um, to me because, Naturally, I've always been like a go-getter, running after goals, um, <laughs> setting up goals for like the next uh, 
month, three months, six months, five years, whatever it was. Um, and I had really got to a place where I felt so stuck that I stopped creating goals for myself to move forward. Um, when I say I didn't know what that looked like, I literally didn't know what the next couple months looked like for me. Um, and I think, you know, and in the accomplished mind method, I was able to kind of dig into some of that as far as to why I was in such a stuck place. Um, but at the time I didn't know why I just knew that I had come out of a very difficult experience with my health, um, that I was still dealing with my health challenges and I didn't know how I was going to get on the other side of it. Um, just to bring purpose every day, let alone set business goals or anything else. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I literally, and I think I said this probably in the program multiple times and to you as a coach, Emery, that I, I didn't even know what I wanted to do business-wise per se. I, I yeah. like, I, I knew I wanted to do something <laughs> to help people in the chronic illness space. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that looked like. <laughs> yeah. So I was, stuck in such a place that I couldn't even like my creativity as far as to how I could bring value. I, I wasn't even sure that I could. Yeah. I, and I totally remember having early conversations with you about that. And, you know, I said, if you had no limits, what would you kind of create? And super cool now to see that at that point you were like, I want to do, you know, I want to help people. And we kind of threw the idea up in the air of, you know, maybe nurse practitioner coaching or something like that. And I remember it kind of scared you a little bit at the time. And you were like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for this. And I was like, you are. Yeah. So where, like in terms of your ADHD as well, like what, um, how is it showing up in your life as well? Uh, so um, during that time, I think with just everything that I had experienced with my health, being out of a routine, being um, in a space that felt unfamiliar for me, that meant not going to work every day and being home, just taking care of my physical health um, in the midst of a pandemic. All of those things I think played into uh, where I was, but it looked like me wanting to do um, things that were purposeful for myself, outside of just like everyday life care, <laughs> but it looked more like, um, anxiety, overwhelm and depression. Mm -hmm. So basically my days spent knowing that I could do more, that I could, um, do better for myself and to bring meaning, um, to where I was at in my life and my experience, but not knowing how to get there. So mm -hmm. I would, there were days where I would just, I would set an alarm to get up and I'd, I didn't know what I should be doing with my time. Um, that's how um, stuck that I felt and, you know, having ADHD didn't help. So yeah, that time for me, not knowing how to work through that outside of having an external obligation to do that. And up until that point in my life, the external obligation was always punching in on a time clock. So mm -hmm. when it came to thinking of working for myself, um, 
I didn't know how to keep those commitments. I didn't know how to set goals. I didn't know. I, I just didn't know how to move forward. Yeah. And it's something I hear a lot, like in my DMs as well is from people. They're like, I have no idea how I would even go about starting a business. Right. And I'm the same. When I first started my business, I had no idea. I didn't even know what I wanted to do originally. Right. And I think it's, we all know it's the same as you, right. It's, we all kind of know what we want to do. It's just having the confidence to look within, trust your judgment. And, you know, obviously you need some skills and strategies on how to, how to start executing that. But, um, you know, I worked with a a coach, my very first, um, when I first started my business, because it's, you need that support sometimes to get you going. And the online space can be super daunting too, because it's like, where do I even begin? (laughs) Right. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, cool. So that's, that's a really good, gives us a really clear idea of kind of how you were feeling. And I think a lot of people can connect with that, the anxiety, the overwhelm, the feeling like you're just caught in potential or knowing that there's something inside of you, you know, you're made for more, you know, you have so many gifts, you know, you're so amazing, but it's, it's super frustrating when you can't bring that to fruition because you don't know what the first steps are. And so it's kind of like this vicious cycle of not being able to help yourself, not being able to get out of your own way, not being able to understand where the strategies come from and how to kind of move yourself through that. So I remember when you kind of first came into the program and I remember your energy and your energy now is like so amazing totally shifted you are like a totally new person so it's super um amazing to see the journey that you've gone on so um yeah what was your experience like when we were going through the program so i would say initially it was um I was extremely hopeful once I saw the structure of the program. Um, So I was excited about it. I was super hopeful and I'm like, okay, like I'm going to get the tools that I need to be successful and that's going to be it. And I'm just going to follow the program and it's going to be easy. (laughs) 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 And then I, then we started, um, and, you know, so I would take my notes every day and then I would study them and do the homework that you had for us. And then we got to the point where we started getting into some of like the deep things and um, like the stories that we tell ourselves and some of the subconscious reprogramming that we were doing. And all of a sudden it was just like, I opened up this can (laughs) of myself that I didn't even know existed. Um, (laughs) And then it got really tough because I had, it required me to be aware um, of emotions, thoughts, feelings, experiences that impacted me that I had no idea were even (laughs) coming into play um, for me as an adult. Um, One of those things for me was remembering being in elementary school and, you know, being considered like a bad student. You know, I was five or six and remembering that experience came back to me. And I remember for me recognizing that I I didn't recognize readily that I carried these feelings of shame um, or feelings of inadequacy Mm -hmm. related to 
um, my experience as a child because it never came from home. Mm-hmm. Um, those feelings of inadequacy, it always came from externally. Um, but I recognize that that played into my self-confidence and my ability um, to think that I could reach uh, anything higher than <laughs> where I had already uh, made it in life. Um, and so, and that for me included starting something new, um, like a business coming from a field where, you know, I don't have a business brain at all. I have a science brain. I'm a nurse. I went into nursing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was something that I could take on or that I was necessarily, um, that I had the self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And when I really started digging deep, it was like unearthing all these things that <laughs> I wasn't really ready for because I didn't know that it was coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I remember that week and I remember that you had gone through these huge aha moments and what a lot of things that happen in life, right. Is that we have these unconscious blind spots. And when you have these unconscious blind spots, you continue to operate in your daily life without realizing that these programs are operating and that they're actually preventing you from achieving what you want and showing up as the type of person who's genuinely happy and confident and has the ability to be resourceful and resilient and all of that kind of stuff and trusting yourself. So, um, you know, I think when you are doing the transformation properly, it can get messy at times. And, that's, it's a transformation. It's a total shift. It's a complete change. And so it's not a little bit, oh, I'm just going to do a little bit here and there, right? You dove headfirst into it and you were like, I'm going to apply all these principles and I'm like ready to go all in and I'm ready to do it. And so I really loved seeing uh, you transform in that week and really starting to question everything that um, has kind of been playing out for you, right? And yeah, uh, I think too, a lot of, of people, uh, these unconscious blind spots show up in different ways. Right. So whether you have the confidence or whether you don't, right. I was somebody who had, I've always had a lot of confidence, but I still had huge blind spots. Like you were mentioning, you know, the shame, the, um, and that we just kind of push under the rug and we pretend that they don't exist. And so going back and sometimes looking at those stories is messy. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. And I remember you were, you said something about you were shopping in the store one day and you were like, just had this flood of like old stories and thoughts coming to your head. And you were like, Holy cow. I did not realize how much this was like on autopilot. And I was playing these stories in my mind unconsciously without even having the awareness of it. Right. Right. And I feel like, um, for me up until dealing with the things that I dealt with for my chronic illness, it was something that I kind of just, um, moved through. And I realized, um, going through this transformation that it's something that I moved through and kind of used as a motivation to move forward. So I recognized that from that time in life of feeling like I was inadequate and feeling like I was doubted by my teachers and things like that, I've always had this mentality of like, well, I'll show you what I can achieve. Mm-hmm. Well, that will that will be the end all <laughs> to the topic is mm-hmm. that I would run fast, jump high, mm-hmm. do whatever it was that I needed to do to get get to that next space. 
And for me, that looked like, you know, finishing school, going to college, getting my nursing degree, working hard as a nurse. And for me, I think that I wrapped up so much of my self-identity mm-hmm. in being a nurse that for me, having to take a step back um, from that career because of my health was like shattering because mm-hmm. my entire identity was wrapped up in that. So now you take someone who's experienced that self-identity being shattered, um, dealing with you know discrimination in the workplace because of needing accommodations and you know being told that they weren't good enough because they weren't able to meet the physical demands like you know a able-bodied coworkers you know and so you take someone in that space and you pull them out of what they identify with the most I felt lost mm-hmm. I felt like no, this was it. Like this, this was what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, now I have to do something different and I want to do something different, but I don't know if I can. Um, I'm not sure if I can, I wasn't even sure how I self identified, um, at that point, like who, who am I now, um, that all these things have taken place. Um, and to the point where, for me, that just felt like, um, I didn't have goals moving forward because I just didn't know. Uh I I didn't know. Um, and so going through that process, lifting the lid off of all of that (laughs) and exposing it, um, which was, like I said, challenging at times, there was days where I was like, okay, like, this is really great. Like, I'm like moving forward and I'm feeling really good about the goals that I'm setting for myself, the self-care, um, the routines. And then there were days where I was like, what am I thinking? <laughs> 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 a lot of stress and a lot of work to unearth all these things. And uh-huh. then I'm seeing those people and I'm just like oh my working on yourself like you're just spending so much time working on yourself I'm like I know it's a full-time job because <laughs> it was a lot of work um it took a lot of um self-discipline to yeah. actually um stick to get through and to yeah. do the extra work um that yeah. is required to to get the success mm-hmm. yeah so I think like that's what um you know, the whole process is, is because I talk a lot about how, you know, you're born a blank slate in the, like you're, when you come into this world, you're born a blank slate. And we just learn all of this stuff, those old stories that you had mentioned, and we are just programmed with all of life's data. And then once you get to this point where you start looking at your unconscious blind spots, it's, you know, the most beautiful space, it's, it can be messy and getting to this space of saying, okay, what, is serving me and what is not and realizing that you are a blank slate and you can create whatever you want for yourself. And so once you pull all those stories out, it's like, okay, now what is actually going to serve me? What do I want to keep? What needs to go? And so if you get to this point, you know, I, I say to my clients all the time, if you get to a point where you're asking the question of like, who am I during this transformation? You're in the right space, <laughs> right? right? Because that means you've unearthed enough that you can decide who do I want to be? How do I actually want to be showing up in the world? And, and what is that going to look like for me? And so 
Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of the perfect transition uh, to segue into what did you know because you're talking about your challenges. So what was like coming down the other side of that looking like for you to start stepping into this new version of yourself? So for me, um, I remember when we spent time working on our alter ego, and I remember needing to sit on that Mm -hmm. (laughs) a little bit because I didn't know what that would look like for me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what would my ideal person look like? What would they function like on a regular basis? And so once I figured that out, then it was like the self-talk and the constant reminders during the day. So whenever I found something difficult, I'm like, okay, well, what would my alter ego do? Like, how would they how would they move through this? How would they um, structure their day? Mm-hmm. And for me, that played into even learning to um, give myself grace and patience with dealing with my chronic illness, because mm-hmm. some of the times I felt like that was like my sticking point. Like I can't move past, like, how am I going to reach my goals? Yeah. <laughs> Constantly have this health that is not always predictable. And so I would take those hard things and I'd be like, okay, well, how would my alter ego? And I'm like, well, she would do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now how to do this. She would do this. Yeah. And that's how I started moving past like the difficult things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to stop you for a second, just so for the people who are listening, um, the alter ego is an activity that we do in the um, program is who do you want to be in 10 years time? And we, craft this version of yourself that already has the success that you want, already has the business that you want, already has the relationships, the life, the health, the everything that you want, right? And we work backwards and reverse engineer it so that it's like, okay, how can I just start showing up as that person today? How can I step into this space? Because the gap between point A and point B is just operating in point B. (laughs) And so when you choose to operate in point B, you're pulling that version of yourself here way, way, way quicker. So when she's mentioning an alter ego, that's, um, that's what she's talking about. So, um, sorry, go back to what you were saying about your, your chronic illness and how you were stepping into that. Yeah. So I felt like that was something that even if I could get over my other hurdles, that that was something that I'm going to constantly deal with. And so I was like, well, how am I going to, how am I going to deal with that? Like, how am I still going to be committed to myself? How am I going to show up? And I recognize that it's okay to do so differently. um, But I needed to do so in a way that answered um, and looked like how my alter ego would show up. And so Mm -hmm. for me, that meant on um, on days where I needed to rest, that I made them purposeful. And I remember you said that to me at one point, you were like, well, make them, um, I forget the word you use. I think like education days or something like that, where like, I just like put on a podcast, listen to a podcast or something like that, where like, I can still, or growth days, I think you called it. Yeah. 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 Growth days. Yeah through, as opposed to like turning on Netflix or something when I'm not feeling well, you know, do something that involves growth and this way, like that time is still being used. So like, that's what I would do. And I'd be like, well, what would my alter ego do? Well, she probably wouldn't watch like, you know, five episodes of this series on Netflix. She probably would listen to like podcasts or hop on clubhouse and do something mm-hmm. you know, that's inspiring. Maybe she might do some journaling. Um, I started picking up hobbies, um, 
that uh, fed me um, and filled my cup. So, um, and I think I said to you at one point, like the Netflix is like out of control. Like I need to do (laughs) other things. And so, (laughs) you know, because when you're sick like that, that is default. I don't have to do anything. Netflix can talk to me whether I sleep and the TV's on or not. Um, But I started doing things that filled my cup. So that meant, you know, um, meditating, um, taking time for myself. Um, that meant me picking up hobbies, um, that really filled me up, which things that I hadn't done in years, like, um, reading. So Mm -hmm. I bought a Kindle and I've been reading. And so, you know, whether it's for pleasure, whether it's for self-growth, you know, um, listening to podcasts, things that would benefit me and, you know, just help me to continue to grow into the person that I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it looked like for me. And slowly but surely, um, I said to my husband, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm like, I'm starting to turn into my alter ego. Like, <laughs> yay. <laughs> he, he didn't really know what I was talking about, but <laughs> that that was huge for me because it seemed like that this would be my ideal. This was something so far off for me. Um, but yet in, in parts of me, I started to recognize Mm -hmm. that I was stepping into, into that space. I was stepping into, um, my idea of the person that I wanted to be moving forward. And so that was powerful. And so it would feel so good, um, to wake up, so some of the things that I put in place for myself to, to continue to grow um, health-wise, emotionally and mentally um, were all these um, self-care practices. Um, and so like getting up every morning to exercise, which for someone with chronic illness is, it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. It didn't necessarily look like exercise when I first started. It looked like walking to the mailbox and back. Perfect. But, now it's turned to, you know, I walk every day, um, sometimes a little over a mile, like, yeah. you know, so for me, that those were the type of things that I needed to do in order to not only grow into who I was looking to be, but also to move forward into the next stage. And those things, and I, I mentioned this, um, I think at the end of the program, that I thought And like I mentioned earlier, I thought that things were going to be so easy and like, oh, I'm so ready for this. Like my business is going to take off (laughs) during this time. And it's going to be like amazing because I'm going to have all the steps. I'm going to have the action steps. What I ended up realizing during that time is that the transformation that needed to happen before anything happened with my business was personal. Yes. So I couldn't grow to do anything business-wise until I got to a place where one, I thought that I could do it. So that glass ceiling that we talked about was removed. Yeah. So that I then thought these were stories that I could create for myself, that this is something that I could do. Yeah. Um, and so that was also a, a, a hard pill to swallow for me, because like I said, in my head, how I thought it was going to go. <laughs> uh-huh. 
I was just going to jump right in and my business going to take off. <laughs> so, and mind you, I'm here caught doing all this personal growth work. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was okay because once I stepped back from that, I recognized that that is something that was needed before, um, b- before I could, you know, do anything with my business, but I needed to be the type of person to take this on. Yes. Uh, I'm so, so glad that you brought that up and you mentioned that because I had the same journey as well. It's like, okay, just give me step-by-step process. Tell me exactly what I need to do, how many times I need to post on social media, all that kind of stuff that we perceive what business and entrepreneurship is. But right when you come from this place of deep-rooted shame, feeling unworthy, not having the confidence, um, not understanding how your brain works, like all these underlying things. And if you're showing up as someone who's not happy, someone who's anxious, someone who's overwhelmed, someone who is not resilient, how can you take action on those strategies properly? Right. And so, um, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. And so, uh, I was at same journey, same, uh uh-huh, same experience as you. And then as soon as I did the personal work, it was like, wow, okay, this is what was missing. This is what I needed. And now I can focus on implementing the business strategies because I'm somebody who is worthy, who is loving, who is kind, who is compassionate, who is um, confident to be able to pursue all of those things. So so glad that you brought that up. Um, so now what did that translate into for you? Um, you know, kind of where between like where you're at now, kind of at the end of the program, because, you know, before you almost thought that this health nurse practitioner, what do you call it? Uh, holistic, uh, nurse coach. <laughs> okay. Holistic nurse coach, holistic nurse coaching at the time seemed like it was way too far fetched. You felt like you couldn't do it. And now you're at this place where you're doing the damn thing. You're taking the steps that you need to, to get yourself um, qualified to start carrying out on this journey. And you're, you're incorporating the steps with your, um, you know, Q sciences that you're working with in your products and all that kind of stuff. Like you're doing the damn thing, (laughs) right? Right. So how did you get to that transition or how did you decide that I can do this? This is possible for me. Um, so I would say once I was able to start, um, showing up, um, as my alter ego or who I wanted to be, mm-hmm. um, things got easier. So being able to, um, implement the individual tasks that were required to show up for myself became easier. I had a more positive mindset. And, um, so that, that, in it, that in itself just, like opened up a world of possibilities for me because sometimes I think that when you're in such a uh, dark place that, you know, seeing positive things or being able to um, produce positive things is difficult. And Mm -hmm. so um, I started waking up and feeling good. And when I didn't, <laughs> I worked on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that had nothing to do with how I maybe physically felt. It was uh, a mental, a mental space that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just being able to, to feel that 
when I woke up every morning was something for me that just kind of set the tone for my day. And also um, taking the time to really learn to love myself. Mm -hmm. That was huge. That was huge. Um, That I realized that so many things were lacking as far as to the, the basic things that were needed. And I thought that it was going to just be things that I can write down on paper, but it wasn't. It was it was all these additional things um, and this self-growth that was needed. And from what I see is that most entrepreneurs will tell you that that is like the self-growth work. That is the work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. And that's what I didn't get. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was just like physical, like just give me the physical tools and I'll follow mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't even think you can come um, to a place where you create, where you can bring value if you can't, one, see that value in yourself. Yeah. And I was at a point where I didn't even see that value or necessarily believe that I could, um, I guess, implement all the things that were needed in order to bring value. Um, so that was one thing for me. The others I think were being able to recognize that, um, and that self-love journey that that meant keeping commitments to myself. Mm -hmm. So that was huge for me too, because, um, I think at one point you mentioned that, um, and this like stuck with me, but that if you every time you break a commitment to yourself that you lose like confidence in yourself. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like, wow, I break a lot of commitments to myself. (laughs) I remember sitting there thinking like, oh my gosh, like, what am I telling myself? (laughs) I can't keep these commitments to myself. And um, I think oftentimes um, that's something that people um, with ADHD, we tend to struggle with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's much easier for us to keep commitments to other people and have like those external, mm-hmm. um, boundaries set or those external goals set for us that we have to reach. But when it comes to reaching commitments to ourselves, that we might struggle with that. And that was something that I realized I was like, I got to keep these commitments to myself. Like all these things that I've set for my business, th- this is for me. Mm-hmm. you know and so if I can't honor those commitments to myself like how like how is that exercising love for myself yeah how is that and so I started functioning in a in a way where commitments that I set for myself that I I um work to meet them like I was doing it for someone else yes um that that was key for me and um, that was a big game changer because that meant that even when I didn't feel like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was getting up and doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I would do if I was doing it for someone else. Yeah. Why I hadn't learned in my life to do that for myself. I don't know, but that is powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's funny. I was talking to one of my clients the other day and she, she's one of my one-on-one clients and we were going through 
I don't know, we're halfway through or in week nine or something like that. And then she caught herself telling herself something. And then I was like, yeah, but you go back to week one, the concepts that I teach you in there. And then she was like, oh yeah. And then this, and then I was like, yeah, but that goes back to like your commitment that goes back to like, everything is just tied together. Really well. right. and she was like, because it's just, it's all about you like understanding your power understanding how you can step into that understanding that you are worthy and having of having all these amazing things and so you know we kind of laughed I was like it's a trap <laughs> because <laughs> you can't get out of it once you start right, right. <laughs> so it holds... leads to the next thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so it's, it's super funny right and like um but it's a way of holding yourself accountable and it's a way of you know moving out of that I, I can't do this because of my ADHD and shifting into the place of, okay, how can I support myself best in this instance? How can I nurture myself through this task that I don't want to do? How can I show up for myself? Because I am my own salvation. I am the only one that can save me. I'm the only one that can bring my dreams to life. And so when you kind of step into that, it's, um, I remember I was driving in the car when I heard that for the first time and I'm like banging on the steering wheel and I was like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> I was pissed off. I was like, no. <laughs> um, and, and then it goes to a place of like, okay, well, if, if it's up to me, you know, how are we going to do this? <laughs> right. And so you know, and, and, and you found that you found your little secret sauce, your success method, you know, that I call it on what works for you, how you can tap into that, how you can connect with that and, um, to bring you to where you are today. So it's just so like, literally you're absolutely glowing. You are a completely different person from when you first started the program. And, um, you know, I can see this is something that is totally going to stick with you for life right because you are a different person so absolutely. absolutely and even um the tools um that you gave us during the program like i still use those on an everyday basis and it's funny because i find that whenever i get off of my routine and i'm not using the tools slowly but surely mm -hmm. it only takes a few days and i'm like Oh, I'm off on my routine. <laughs> like I need to get back yeah. to my routine. I need to get back to my self-care, my meditation, you know, taking quiet time for myself mm -hmm. and with my own thoughts, like all of those things. Um, because I start feeling like I'm in a funk mm -hmm. and I'm like, what's going on? Like, so it's something that like, you know, it's not like, okay, one and done. Like it's something that has to keep being applied, has to keep being practiced. And yeah it's brought me to a space where, um, before growth seemed challenging and scary. Now, although challenging, like I'm thriving on the growth and I recognize that it's a constant process that I'm going to continue to grow. Um, my audio is just cut out for a second okay sorry sorry I just had a uh, technical difficulties we're back <laughs> um, so yeah you were just talking about how it's this ongoing process and before you used to think that it was growth was challenging and now you're feeling like I'm feeling like I'm thriving off of the growth that's happening and it's actually changed like my whole perspective on things and 
the sense of even in dealing with challenges or um, things that may come a little more um, difficult to me, that the perspective is not like, oh crap, like this is happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, it's an opportunity for growth. So yeah. like, what, what, what can I, what can I learn from this? Like, how can I grow through this? Mm-hmm. Um, and that in itself is empowering. Um, yeah. That it's, it's, it's like a completely, like you're in the driver's seat as opposed to like, <laughs> just, you know, feeling hopeless <laughs> or something. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, it just gets me so excited to see where you are now. So how has this transformation that you've undergone, you know, you've given us a little bit here and there of how it's helped you in your business. So um, give us a little bit more context on specifically how it's helping you in your business um, now. So for me, it's actually helped me in um, reaching out to potential um, clients and things like that, like just being able to have the confidence to speak to them. was something that literally paralyzed me before. I remember. Uh, yeah. When I say paralyzed, I literally mean like I could not function <laughs> once I got to the step where I needed to either reach out or connect with people. It was like, that was it. And so it's like, well, how can you bring value if you can't even reach out to people or connect with them who would be your potential clients? And so that has changed where I don't feel that anymore. Um, I don't feel that somehow I'm inadequate or that I don't have anything to offer them or that I don't look at someone else and think that, well, let me let them do it because they can do it better than I can, of course, um, because that is where I was mm-hmm. and that really held me back. So that's one way. The other way um, is kind of how I mentioned before with being able to show up for myself. So being able to set business hours for myself and show up for them. <laughs> Yeah. You know, before I would set business hours and I'd be like, well, it's just me. So I can like flex this a little bit or, you know, like mm-hmm. no one's going to tell me no. Yeah. <laughs> and while that is a benefit of having your own business to be able to sometimes flex hours if you need to, I was doing it in a way where I wasn't keeping the commitments to myself. Yeah. And that allowed it to show up in my business where I wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm able to, to show up with more consistency and, um, that's huge for me, um, to be able to do that because that was something that I didn't know how to do before at all. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I was like, man, this is just not something that's going to happen for me. Yeah. <laughs> is that I just, I don't know how to show up for myself. Like, I don't know how to do the work and, you know. I set a plan, but actually implementing it was a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. And now I can set a plan and implement it. Um, yeah. So that's powerful. Well, it gets me so excited. It's just amazing. Like, honestly, speechless. I have no words for how far you've come. And, you know, you changed your own life. You went and did the work. And now you're holding yourself accountable, right? And so um, you were in our, my group coaching program. So I do the accomplish mind method in one-on-one and also in group. Um, so I know that you had an amazing time connecting with also the other people in the group. So what was your experience like with some of the relationships that you had in the group? So it's been awesome. Um, I mean, just coming together with like-minded people who understand you, 
first of all, is something that like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever experienced um, in any space in my life. So to come together with other women who are looking um, to build businesses for various reasons in their life at the point of time where they are, um, who also are looking to empower themselves um, to be able to do so despite having ADHD, being able to grow through seeing it maybe as something that is a negative thing or um, just a diagnosis that, you know, we might feel shame about um, mm -hmm. from past experience or what we've been told um, to feeling like, wow, this is a gift. Like these are my gifts that I have and how can I take this and now use it to fuel my business? Yeah. How can I use it to um, fuel the life that I want to have? And yeah. so being in a space um, like that was so powerful. And we've made um, great connections. We actually keep a accountability group for ourselves. So that's been good. So good. Um, yeah. And then some of us get together like for power hours and things like that um, in order to just keep that level of accountability. Um, so it's been really, it's been great. Um, I think that it's exciting. It's been life-changing for me and to then come out of it with these lasting relationships and to be able to support each other in that way has been great. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. That's why I love group coaching because you learn from each other and just like the relationships that you build are long-term and it's so nice to be around people who are doing the same work as you in terms of personally, how are you showing up in your business so that you guys can talk about the same things and, and go through that. So I'm so, uh, so excited about that. So, um, I, these episodes always go longer than I anticipate. So are, are you okay to go over just a few more minutes and okay. Yeah, cool. that's fine. Okay. So I want to ask you, um, I guess two more questions. So what does um, ADHD transformation mean to you now? For me, it means taking my ADHD from a, a, a space where I felt emotionally um, shamed about it. I felt inadequate because of it. Um, inadequacies that I didn't even know that I was feeling about it to moving to a place where I have power and control um, over my life and how I'm moving forward and, you know, moving toward the goals that I set for myself and being able to have the tools, the confidence to know that I can um, and um, using that to propel myself forward. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's what I would say for me, um, the transformation looks like, and okay. it, it's valuable to be able to go from a place where I felt like this for my entire life. Um, and to recognize that these things were at play and, um, what was needed in order to remove that so that I can move forward mm -hmm. to the next stage of my life. Yeah. I love that. And, and that wraps up perfectly kind of everything that you've been saying and talking about. So I'm, I'm so excited for you. So what, um, 
Okay. And then I guess the last question is what would you say to somebody who, um, was, or is in your position where you were before you started the program, when you were feeling in that space of overwhelm, anxiety, depression, not feeling, you know, good. What would you say to either your old self or somebody who is in that position right now? Um, so what I would say is that, um, being stuck is not the end of your story. That is not, um, the end all be all. It doesn't just have to be that way. Mm -hmm. Um, ADHD does not equate to just struggling through life, um, that you can set for yourself the goals, um, with the right tools to move forward and to be able to, um, kind of bust through the glass ceiling, um, that keeping you, um, feeling trapped and stuck, um, that there's so much story for you to create on the other side of it. Yeah. Oh, so true. There's, it doesn't have to be stuck, you know, and I think that's a common thing that we hear online so much is, oh my gosh, I have ADHD. So business is super hard and it doesn't have to be. Yes, there's challenges, but when you have the right tools and right skills, you can move, move through it with grace and ease and flow and enjoy the process. So, um, you know, people like yourself, we can start to change the story and we can change the landscape about what it means to be in business with ADHD. Right. Right. And that it's not too late. (laughs) Yes. Not too late. You're right on time for where you need to be. So yeah, no, I love that so much. So, okay, cool. And then my last question to you is, would you recommend other people take the accomplished mind method or, you know, I, I just put the accomplished mind method inside my ADHD business university. That's a year long. Um, and my one-on-one coaching. Absolutely. Um, I feel like, um, your program Emory has given me the tools that I didn't know that I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was stuck. <laughs> I didn't know what tools I needed to get unstuck. I didn't even know if it was possible to get unstuck, honestly. Um, so absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you need to take her program. You need yeah. to take it and really embrace it and be able to put the work in, in order to grow through, through what you're going through. Um, and that for me was a vehicle to be able to do so. So that's what I would tell you too. It's yeah. a vehicle able to get to where you're going Mm -hmm. yeah oh I love that I'm just like literally in awe of you you inspire me so much for how far you've come on your journey and it's just so beautiful and so amazing to see that you're literally just glowing these days when I see you on your Instagram and when I talk to you you just have this total glow about you you're completely shifted you're committed to yourself committed to your business and you're somebody who is of integrity and loving and kind and it's it's magnetic so I'm so happy so happy for you thank you it's it's been such a a necessary change for me and it it just feels good it feels like um it feels like myself (laughs) that's how it feels um yeah that is so good and you'll continue to have days the more that you stay in the work you know I always say to you guys stay in the work right just because you've done the program once through keep going back through it because you have the content like watch the videos over again refresh your memory because you're a new person watching all the content and you're going to take different things from it and so 
um, I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool to continue like watching your journey unfold. Something that seemed like it was so far-fetched for you is now something that's coming a reality for you. It's here already. And and that's what I was going to say is the days when you, you're going to have more and more of those days because you are staying in the content. You'll have more days where you're like, I just feel more like myself than I ever have before because you've gotten rid of so much baggage and stuff that was preventing you from stepping into your truth fully. Right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So thank you so much for coming on to the episode. I just want to leave um, listeners with uh, one last thing here, right? I have opened the doors for my ADHD business university. Um, I have taken the accomplished fine method and put it into there because the results have been amazing. I was only going to focus on business strategy, but I was like, everybody needs this program. So I put the accomplished fine method into it. Um, I also next year will probably be running the accomplished mind method just on its own again. And, uh, it's also what I offer in my one-on-one coaching. So if you are somebody and you're looking for transformation similar to what Cami's experienced, you want to start stepping into who you want to be, creating the amazing business for yourself that seems like your super far-fetched goals that you don't quite think are possibly are possible for you. You know, it can. Cami is proof that it's happening. It's here right now for her. And it's a matter of honestly just months. Like it's beautiful. It's amazing. So you're so powerful. So if this is you, this resonates with you and that's what you want for yourself is to have more for yourself and step into being a powerful CEO, please send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email. Um, They're both linked in the show notes here. So super um, excited to connect with you and Cami again. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your vulnerability. Yeah. It's been amazing. And where can we find you? Is it on Instagram, on Clubhouse? Where do you live? How can we connect with you? Yeah. So you can find me um, under cam uh, underscore recovering ish. I S H on Instagram. I'm on Clubhouse um, as Cami Harris, but also as cam recovering ish. Um, So I'm on there as well. I'm on Facebook as Cami Harris as well. So yay, cool. So, and we're going to link all of that in the show notes so that people can connect with you and on Instagram as well. Um, So again, thank you so much for coming on and go over, follow Cami, follow her journey and watch all of her amazing magic unfold right before your eyes. So thanks again, Cami. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Have you begun to realize how powerful this work really is? Each and every time that you tune in, you're learning to master this work. You're transforming your own life and your business. If you are someone who really loves to help other people, please share this episode on social media to help transform someone else's life. And if you really love this episode and you found value, please leave me a review. It will help us create a positive change and shift the way the world sees ADHD. I also really love to connect with my listeners. So you can find me on Instagram and Clubhouse at annemarie.espina. And if you have any questions, please email hello at annemarieespina.com and your questions may be featured in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and I will see you next time.